Welcome to the Policy and Planner English Podcast. I'm Helen Lehman, and today we're talking about an acronym that breaks all the rules, VCURES, with a silent H. It's the wild west of acronyms out here, my friends. I often forget what it stands for. Vermont Healthcare Unified or Uniform. <laughs> and that's what happens when you break the rules. No one remembers your name. It's the Vermont Healthcare Uniform Reporting and Evaluation System. And that's our guest, Sarah Lindbergh, who is head of the data analytics team at the Green Mountain Care Board. You can learn all about the Green Mountain Care Board in episode two. But for the purposes of this episode, they're the people who manage the vCures database. So vCures is what we call an all-payer claims database. It does not have all payers in it, but it is a database <laughs> that contains claims information. So in that way, it's an appropriate title. And what an all-payer claims database is designed to do is try and take different kinds of claims from different kinds of payers and put them into a standardized format. So for instance, a claim for filling your, your prescription drugs at the pharmacy looks a lot different than the claim associated with your knee surgery. And the claim that Medicaid is paying for a certain service is going to look a lot different than it might look from a commercial insurer. And so the idea is to try and find the common core elements as best you can and smoosh them all into a, a single format to try and look at utilization and spending across payers and across time. And who is using this in the sense of the people who are then looking at the data that's in the database? Who is who's looking at VCURES? People use the information in different ways. The nerdiest of us are in there writing SQL code and actually kind of getting information out of these tables in a database. There's not a whole lot of people, I'd say, with the understanding and skill set to do that. In order to get that level of access to VCURES, we have some responsibilities to protect the data. So we have people go through an application process to get a data use agreement that says that you have to comply with certain stipulations and restrictions to make sure you're using the data in a way that it keeps it secret and safe and, does, and complies with all our state and federal obligations. So that's a pretty small group. There's some folks over at the Vermont Department of Health who have that level of access. Uh, there's some people who have that level of access at the University of Vermont. The, I'd say the power user group probably is the Vermont Blueprint for Health. So they help primary care practices and have been using it for a long time for a lot of their data products. And so that's a good example of the provider community gets these profiles about what's happening in their practice. So VCURES data helps feed into that. They're able to use the information from the report but aren't necessarily directly using VCURES. And the other thing that we're working on is trying to develop some interactive visualizations and kind of data briefs to help expose more information to people um, who maybe can't write the code. So we're trying to merge those two worlds as best we can. With that introduction, let's pause for a moment to think about the universe of health data being used to make care better for all of us. There are a couple of buckets here. Previous episodes have talked about using population-based data rolled up to track broad trends in communities. So, for example, if neighboring towns have really different rates of a particular procedure, or if the incidence of a particular illness is going up across the entire state, we'd have a reason to ask why. But the rolled up data begins with individual data, which exists at basically two speeds. First, there's the immediate. I end up in the hospital, and the ER doc needs to know my medical history stat to treat me. That's a world we'll get into in future episodes. Today, we're going along at the second, calmer speed. That of analysts who need timely data, but not immediate data. And they get that data in a few flavors. 
most notably with the individual identified, like me, Helen, and with the data individualized, but represented by a numerical code that can't be traced back to a particular person. VCURES has that last type of data. And VCURES data is built from claims, which are the charges providers send to the large payers like insurers. It's a bill. It's an invoice. So what happens when you visit a primary care professional or any other medical professional is that they have usually a piece of paper that they might even mark while you're in the room that ticks off that it was an office visit for this amount of time and the hospital or whoever's in charge of getting that payment sends it off to the insurance company or the government if it's a Medicaid or Medicare plan. And that person who's gonna pay the bill takes a look at it, makes sure that the person had coverage, that the services that were provided were under the coverage they do provide, and then what they pay for that. And they'll send some money back to that provider in order to cover what happened. And then if some of it was not covered, the provider might say, hey, patient, you owe me 20 bucks. We forgot to collect your copay or whatever it may be. That's different than notes on procedures that happen or doctors talking to each other, which is an important distinction. So the paperwork associated with claims is usually going to go through your business office. This is all about dollars and cents and trying to get your money. The more helpful information probably to a clinician is going to go through what we call the electronic health record or EHR or sometimes uh, medical record EMR is what you'll hear. Those records you'll often see your doctor typing into the computer while you're in the office with them. That is what they're filling out, that electronic health record system. It means that we've got analysts looking at healthcare data to figure out the most effective ways to promote good health for Vermonters, but they're only looking at things that show up as a bill to a payer. There's a whole world of services that won't show up. Here's a quick example. The conversations clinicians and patients have during checkups and the information exchanged at that time, possibly very important, and also possibly not reflected in any bill. Now, there are ways that these might show up, But we're a long way from having a magic database wand that translates detailed notes clinicians might make about treatment into standardized formats that could be analyzed by a computer program. Trying to figure out a cogent way to marry these two worlds is like a very important and difficult thing to do and is very much on our minds. The claims data is effortless from the provider's point of view. They are going to send that bill no matter what. The burden actually falls on the payer to kind of transform it from the way that they're thinking about it in their software to how we need to consume it to get it into the standardized format. So no provider burden there, but how well is it reflecting what actually transpired in that clinical episode? The clinical information is very hard to put into a term that we can analyze it, provide information to see how providers compare to one another, look at an individual's record over time, but puts a tremendous burden on the provider to do things differently than they're used to. So I think until some of these um, health records are able to demonstrate more benefit to the provider, it's going to be hard for them to want to change their behavior. But in order to demonstrate that benefit, they need to change their behavior. So it's kind of an unfortunate catch-22. How much burden would you want to put on providers to change their note-taking so that it can get translated into a database for analysts? Maybe it would lead to practice-transforming revelations about how to deliver the best care. Or maybe it would turn into a big pain in the butt for providers already facing mountains of paperwork. Finding a way to resolve these issues is like the holy grail of database management. So the obvious question is, could I do it? What would it take, what does it take to be someone who can actually do the coding 
to manage this database. What if Joe Public sure. was like, I want to learn how to analyze that myself. Are we talking like an actuary degree? Are we talking a few YouTube videos? Where on the spectrum does that fall? Sure. So I'd say in this scenario, the easy part is learning SQL or whatever language you want to to access a large database. And it's very it's about three terabytes of data. So um, Beakers is nothing to sniff at. The harder part is learning the content. And you know I'm still learning things all the time. There's a lot of quirks in the way claims are paid and sent. So you'd think it'd be easy to figure out if care were delivered at a hospital. But when you look at a claim, if I didn't know that Mansfield Orthopedics was owned by a hospital, there's no way I would necessarily know that that was a hospital hospital claim if for a professional service. There's a lot of lot of nuance. <laughs> but one thing that we're trying to do is um, develop better analytic files for someone with content knowledge but doesn't know all these weird quirks. So if I have a clinical question, here's a file where counting things row by row makes sense for clinical events. Trying to make it in a more digestible format because we've already transformed it a bunch. So how can we take the source data, figure out the output format and have files that are more ready to use. And then you would just need to know probably a statistical software package. So using vCares is not for amateurs. On the other hand, there are a lot of data products today based on this database and many more that might be possible as the data becomes available in different ways. This seems like a good time to reiterate that this is data without identifying information. We aren't handing your medical records over to every researcher who shows up with a good statistical knowledge. Next, we'll look at one particular use of vCures, calculating the total cost of care. That's next time on the Policy in Plainer English podcast.